When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The implications of the word clean girl, people don't realize. Just because it's becoming slimmer doesn't mean it become, it's becoming more positive. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It feels like women are customizable Barbie dolls. Since when did our, start, our clothes start giving us value? It's stupid. Hello and welcome to the Two My Sisters podcast. I'm Courtney. And I'm Renee and we are your online sisters and hosts of the Two My Sisters podcast. We are all about promoting the wellness growth and development of a community of sisters across the world. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the optics of feminine beauty. Okay. The clean girl aesthetic, the rise of the Lori Harvey Pilates. Oh and yeah. Are we witnessing the decline of the BBL brigade? Okay, let's okay. get into it. Let's get into it. <laughs> But before we get into the meat and bones mm-hmm. of the topic, sorry mm-hmm. if you're a vegetarian or vegan, <laughs> we are going to preface with a little ding, ding, ding. Dilemma. Right. So this one is a bit of a sticky one. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm interested to hear your response. Okay. Hi, sisters. Hey, babes. I'm a 22-year-old woman and your podcast is my all-time favorite since I found it. Thank you. I've been unsure of where to ask for help and have mustered the courage to write this to you ladies. My middle sister is a cam girl and has been doing OnlyFans for about two years. Mm. Our single Christian mother is a teacher and I'm going to college while working part time. Mm. With my sister dropping out of college, not talking to our mother, lying to our mother about her job and not helping our mother financially at all, even though she makes double of what our mum makes. Am I anti-feminist to be mad at her for doing this line of work? One day, she decided to bring up that I need financial help from our mother in our family group chat and then bragged about how she earns a six-figure salary by being a web developer. I confronted her privately for lying about her line of work and she then apologized about the group chat message she had sent. Mm. Since then, we haven't talked to each other and I don't know if I should continue having no contact with her Mm. or if I should try to mend this relationship. I also don't know if I should tell my older sister that our middle sister is a cam girl Mm. and her narcissism from this is causing the estrangement between us two. Oh, wow. Okay. This is interesting. This is very interesting. There's layers. Okay, cool. Firstly, I I would like to know what is making you upset about this. So is it that this is her line of work or is it that she keeps bragging about the fact that she makes all this money without being transparent about her line of work? Mm. So if the if it is the former, then I think you should bring up with her the fact that you kind of disapprove of this line of work, right? And if it does cause strain in your relationship, then it causes strain in your relationship. I don't think it's anti-feminist to disagree with her line of work. I think it would be anti-feminist to think she was somehow less valuable because this was her line of work. Mm, Do you get mm. what I mean? I do think if it's the latter, if it's you're upset about the fact that she keeps bragging about her money without being transparent about where she gets it from, I think it would be worth having a conversation about the fact that you you are privy to this information. You know where she makes her money from. Mm. Yes, you disapprove of it, but also more than just disapproving of that, you dislike what it's bringing out of her and the way she's approaching it when it comes to her relationships with your family. And I think it will be worth confronting her on the way you're behaving isn't right. Do you get what I mean? I could possibly live with the fact that you're a cam girl, but if you're going to let it, you know, blow your head up and you're going to, 
basically be deceiving our family and you're going to become pompous and arrogant you're going to need to change that do you get what i mean i think in terms of telling your older sister i personally would because i'm a bit of a snitch but like (laughs) (laughs) but like i also think if you think it's something that would hurt your mum a lot as well it may be worth just sharing it with her confiding in her and kind of leaning on her wisdom from her knowledge about who your mum is and Mm. how she would react about how you may want to bring it up to your mum the fact that your sister is a cam girl now some people may disagree and it depends on how old your sister is I think no one can really control what an adult actually does with their life but personally I if it was my I'm just thinking if it was my younger sister how would I feel about this I would definitely tell my mum do you get what I mean? Like at the very least, I would definitely tell my mom yeah. and I would talk to her about it. As long as it didn't put her in danger, I would just want to talk to her about it. Like, yo, like, why are you doing this? If you, if this is what you want to do, cool. I don't approve of this. I will never condone of this. Mm. You don't have my support in this. I'm still your sister. I still love you. But on top of it, you've got these character flaws and I don't love that. So mm. you need to, you need to tease those mm. things out mm. of you. Um, so yeah, I think it's worth having an honest conversation. I don't think you should keep it to yourself in the fear of being anti-feminist because it is affecting your relationship with your sister, which is actually very important. Yeah. I personally, it sounds like you could get over the fact that she does this line of work. I think your fear is that your mum mm. couldn't get over the fact that this is her line of work because she is a Christian and you probably are a Christian too. But yeah, I think your frustrations is more so towards the bad character she's displaying because of the line of work that she does and the amount of money she makes and how she's handling that change in her life so I think it's worth having that conversation and pulling her up on her character flaws Mm. and letting her know it's affecting her relationship with her family and she should care about that because it also sounds like she does care she actually does care about her relationship with you and I think that's why she apologized in the family um, to you about the family group chat incident so I think it'll be worth letting her know that this is all going too far yeah um yeah what do you think yeah i thought that was a very measured response i thought mm. this was a very complicated dilemma because yeah. there's so much to it and i love the fact that you talked about teasing out the character elements mm. because there's just it's very obvious that whilst you disagree with her line of work mm. there's one thing to disagree with what you do and there's another another layer of how you go about yeah. it so the lying for example cam girl versus web developer oh it's a big jump maybe it's the same um you utilize the same women in STEM. <laughs> technology technology women in stem yeah, it yeah, is yeah, women yeah. in stem so it's kind of within the same something um and it's less so about the the disapproval at least from your perspective but more so your mother mentioning mm. that she's a christian so the ramifications and the fallout of that but also the fact that it's again influencing family dynamics so i think it's actually worth engaging with her first letting her know like your thoughts and your opinions and of course you know prefacing by saying that you do love her Mm. but also letting her know like this is affecting your family and that it's necessary you know for you know growth transparency healing that people are aware of this particularly because of the lies lies break up family greatly break up family so so much especially like lies between like parents and um children yeah and it doesn't it's just not a good look whatsoever. And it makes your life more complicated because now it feels like you're hiding this from not just your mother, but also your older sister. Mm. Um, so definitely approach her about it first and let her know that that's what you intend to do as well. Don't blindside her. Yeah, because if yeah, it's a yeah. thing that you're going to engage with her, you know, your mother or your older sister, you want to let her know, like, look, this is something that's actually needs to be handled within the family just to let you know there may be a time where i may feel compelled to inform the rest of our family members in case she wants to do it first yeah so that would probably be a a good approach 
Um, and then thinking about like anti-feminism and stuff like girl, put that to the side. Mm-hmm. Think about your family first. This is family dynamic. This is family. This is family, a family issue first and foremost. Um, so I would say behave and act with the intent around saving your family. Mm. Um, is what very I good. Say. But yes, sis, we actually really hope that this answer helps a bit. I guess it's never easy to find out something about your family member that you, you know, makes you uncomfortable, that you disapprove of. Mm. Um, but I love what you emphasized. You know, put the politics, the big wider political view aside and really look at your family dynamics and what's happening within your family and try to save your family. Um especially if your mum is a single mum and like mm. it's a tight knit kind of you, your sisters and her, you don't want that kind of thing to creep in and then damage that um the bond that you guys have. So yeah, it might not end up, you know, going ideal ideally, but at least you tried. Mm, that's true. Yeah. Also just to add to that in the the whole like financial obligation. Mm. I think it's also worth engaging with your sister on that because she might have an entirely different perspective when it comes to finance and Mm. financial obligations to your mother, Mm. especially if this is her line of work, Mm. like thinking about like if she were to contribute and then your mother was to find out where the money was coming from, that's also an added layer. So I wouldn't assume that her like gloats, basically going with the conversation with like few assumptions, I wouldn't, I would hesitate to assume that the reason she's not helping out is because she wants to lord it over mm. or she wants to gloat unless you've actually specified and that's the only like yeah. thing you can go off. But there's a lot more complexities to this yeah. than it first presents. Yeah, um, definitely have a conversation with her. Um, Even like the whole, like she's, she, she's displaying narcissistic mm. traits, just kind of, Maybe she has a better explanation as to why she went down this line of work in the first place. True. So I think it may be worth hearing her out. Um, after all, she's your sister. There I guess go. there's a, an, an amount of care there. Maybe she's a web developer on the weekend. She's not. She's not. Oh, hope. <laughs> hope. Um, but sis, sending you so much love. Give us an update. We hope that things do work out for the best. We and as indeed. usual, sisters listening, if you do have any insights or you want to share your thoughts and your opinions, then feel free to let us know either on the social medias or in the comments right down below we here love on the YouTube. But getting into the um piece de resistance. Oh, okay. Did you see that? getting into the meat in the bones (laughs) (laughs) getting into the meat and bones of the conversation Mm -hmm. the optics of feminine beauty i love this bbl brigade Brigade. clean girl aesthetic so i'm gonna start with the climb okay and then we're gonna talk about the rise you know what i'm saying just some little storytelling okay. you know throwing out we some go bits down and before we go going down so recently online we've mm-hmm. seen you know the topic of women's bodies has never been something that's like new yeah, right we're constantly changing aesthetics constantly redefining beauty yeah what are your thoughts on this apparent decline right. of a particular body, body type yeah. or body shape and this whole um, uproar around popular celebrities that may have had like BBLs? So, for example, the Kardashians yeah. removing their butt implants yeah. and the implications for women that are naturally curvaceous or have been aspiring towards that body yeah. type. And what are your thoughts on the alleged decline of the BBL brigade? I think similar to that dilemma, right? These things have so many layers like body 
image and the ideal body type that is portrayed through media mm-hmm. is made up of so many things and unfortunately because celebrities like the Kardashians right have been held to such high um regard in terms of their influence in the beauty space and mm. in setting body goals whatever they do leads trends yeah. do you get what i mean and it's not just them it's loads of people who find themselves in that sphere um and yes it doesn't affect women in all, all cultures however i think with the globalization of celebrity culture it does affect a lot more women than it really should mm. do you get what i mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so obviously the kardashians and they're like bum implants even though they deny getting them they're bum implants it's like you then see the rise of this um desirable body which is crazy disproportionate like almost unimaginable mm. tiny waist big boobs sm- like massive bums wide hips and it's like even if people are naturally shaped like that there is an image of perfection that comes with it right the lack of cellulite yeah um yeah. the flat tummy the lack of a fupa the no back rolls and it's like even women who are naturally curvy and maybe you know on the quote-unquote thicker side they might not even fit into the aesthetic mm. because it doesn't come with this unachievable perfection and smoothness right yeah yeah. and so that is one downside of like the whole bbl thing and i think as it looks like people are unsubscribing from it however i think one thing we need to kind of take into consideration is the amount of uh, people who got BBLs, it felt like between maybe 2013 to like 2019, everyone was getting a BBL. Mm, everyone online, I'd yep. say everyone online was getting a BBL. I haven't seen that many BBLs in real life. Mm-hmm. The ones I have seen though have been terrible, oh, I must say, yeah. right? And we have to then talk about access to these things. The, the Kardashians have loads of money. They have changed their faces several times, each mm. and every one of them. Khloe Kardashian has been five different people <laughs> at once. Like, love you, sis. Do you know what I mean? But at the same time, it's like visit you've changed so much Mm. but that's because you have so much capital Mm. to be able to access cosmetic surgery and good healthy cosmetic surgery safe cosmetic surgery yeah yeah. as much as we're saying oh it's the decline of the bbl the girls who have bbls aren't taking their bbls out do you get what i mean because they don't have access to do that not everyone has the financial capital to be able to do that number one and number two as much as you may say that this body is no longer desirable because the kardashians are presenting themselves as more slim and Mm. more you know slimline and the rise of like the laurie harvey aesthetic and all of that actually the women who went to get bbls probably got the results that they wanted to see in their real life such as the social approval right and the particular um potential career opportunities that came with having a certain look Mm. to their body and so as much as we can say yeah the bbl you know thing is on the decline is it because our approval of people who have an admiration of people who have that body shape is changing i don't necessarily know Mm. right i don't actually think so i think people would still Either you look like the Lori Harvey's, and let's be honest, right? That Lori Harvey kind of slimline look is a particular look, which is actually, you need some very good genetics to be able to look like that. Not everybody can look like that, Mm. right? And it's the same thing with the Kim Kardashian thing. In fact, the Kim Kardashian thing is even worse because very few people have genetics that make them look like that. 
And I think the attitude may not have changed towards body image. I think we're trying to make it seem like that. Like, oh, the whole, we don't need you to have all like crazy proportions to your body, but we just need you to look like this. Yeah. (laughs) Do you get what I mean? Mm -hmm. The in-between, you guys, mid-range people, we don't want it. Find your way on somewhere on, find your way somewhere onto the spectrum. Mm. Um, And the reason why I don't think the BBL thing is on the decline, I think it's only on the decline for now. Mm. I think trends always rotate. I remember growing up and the reason why a lot of us developed um body consciousness is because whilst we were growing up slim was in you would watch tv shows like i think about 90s tv shows Mm. even though we were born in the late 90s like i think about 90s tv shows and you would constantly hear does my bum look big in this does my bum look big in this but nowadays you want your bum to look fat fat you want your bum to look fat but now we're going back to that um trend of the slim girl Mm. right trends just rotate there is actually nothing new under the sun and so whilst the bbl look may be on the decline now i also sorry many things are popping Mm. into my head i don't think the bbl is even on the decline i think the skinny bbl is in the whole badonkadonk like big heavy is out the cardi b like that look is out. Do you get what I mean? The Nicki Minaj, like, that's out. However, the Subway Walkers is in. Yeah. Do you get what yeah. I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, oh, you could you could have a petite, round, juicy. If you got that through BBL, we want that. We don't want it to be petite, petite. Because mm. even the Kardashians still have something in the back. Mm-hmm. I think the Kardashian thing is also, somebody, this is just a completely tangential point. Every, somebody said that Kim Kardashian changes her body according to the guys that she's dating. Don't kill me. Yeah, so it's kind of in line with like that trend. Um, I d- I don't I don't necessarily agree with that. However, I think it's interesting to realize how much the body aesthetic thing is associated mm. with the male gaze, mm-hmm. right? And so growing up, you would see loads of rappers and you know you, just kind of in that hip hop culture, people wanted girls with big bums. Big Do you get what I mean? Yeah. And now it's like. You don't really see that anymore in the video vixens, you know, Mm. you see the rise of people like, I guess the thickest people want, because yeah, the thickest people want is like Meg the Stallion. And the thickness has to look a particular way because look at the hatred Lizzo gets. Do you get what I mean? So really and truly, I think, yes, the body standard may be changing, Mm. but unfortunately it's not because it's becoming more positive. Mm. It's not because we don't want people to, you know, stop getting BBLs and stop doing these extreme things. No, stop getting BBLs because it's so dangerous and stop doing these extreme things. But then in the same turn, you, the same breath, you turn and tell women to go to Pilates seven Mm -hmm. days a week. Do you get what I mean? And then go and get lipo Mm -hmm. and do all these body contouring and all these other obsessions, obsessive cosmetic surgeries to look a particular way. It's not just because it's becoming slimmer doesn't mean it become, it's becoming more positive mm, Do you know what I mean? that's that's, that's kind of where i'm trying to take it to that is okay. um i think it's unfortunate mm. i think it's sad like i don't think the bbl girls are gonna be out no i they really ain't. don't they ain't. i don't think they so i think they're gonna get more slim i think they're gonna For do sure. like sure. they're just gonna do a kim kardashian i think that um it's unfortunate because we're just set on a new path of just mm. chasing another mm. unachievable goal and mm. i actually will say it's unachievable for mm. the majority of us mm. yeah how about you oh child you've given us so much to think about just there like <laughs> i'm just i'm breathless i just man. wanted to I'm open up the pond the there's so many you know sometimes when you speak it's like lights pop off in my head mm. it's like um you know back in the day in like science when we did like circuits yeah and then you have to like close the circuit yeah, for the light bulbs it feels off. like there's 10 light bulbs and you just close the circuit <laughs> and it's like bing, 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 i love bing. that um i literally love everything that you said i mm. love the fact that you talked about access to resources mm. as well because i do think that in trying to be the beauty standard 
sometimes we can be extremely disappointed with our results or feel like it's unattainable because we don't have the resources to look like that. Like it's beyond just being socially um, accepted, but actually your access to resources to become socially accepted in the Mm. first place, I think is such a great point. I think there's also the complexity of trends actually co-opting subcultures. Mm. So I think that thinking about like BBLs and thinking about that kind of body, when we think about there's particular subcultures that have loved that kind of body type yeah. from from day. Yeah. And it's really the explosion of the internet and this whole idea of like decentralized collective thinking mm. that has shoved so many subcultures, like this amalgamation of yeah. subcultures into the collective Mass eye culture. that it's like, of course it's going to be unattainable yeah. because you're trying to appeal to like 10 different types of subcultures. Yeah. Like when I think of, I don't want to say like black culture because I mm. don't actually believe there's like a, a objective. hegemonic objective yeah. black culture. But when I think of say like West African cultures, yeah. there's a lot of appreciation for like ladies that are slightly on the larger side right. and a bit more proportionate. Yeah. And the same in like Southern parts of Africa and um, for like African-Americans as well. There's yeah. like particular body types that yeah. are more um, genetically prevalent within that culture yeah. that is like, more desirable but then that comes into contact with western culture right this whole idea of being petite but being well proportioned and having a bigger bum but still having a small waist and it's like baby i got a fupa if you want the back you're gonna have to take the front too i don't understand why they don't you know what i mean and cellulite and i love the fact that you talked about smoothing as well because it's beyond having those proportions but the way those proportions are Are presented presented. and the fact that for the most majority of us we see bbls online yeah so everything is smooth everything is perfect yeah and to top it all off thinking about things like the sex industry as well Mm. i'm thinking about pornography Mm -hmm. and thinking about that clashing with the male gaze as well so we've got hella fellas hella fellas that are over indexing on pornography over indexing on their consumption of these voluptuous women that are smoothed and perfected and doing all of these kind of things which then feeds into this collective culture of this is what men want Mm. and this is what gives us access to resources Mm -hmm. and um, this is what makes us desirable Mm -hmm. and it feels like a cycle that goes again and again and again so yes there's uh i guess I wouldn't even say it's really a decline. It's more shifting and rearranging. It's like, we've got like women in the center. Have you seen like um, customizable Barbie dolls? Mm -hmm. It feels like women are customizable Barbie dolls. And depending on which subculture is in or depending on which rapper or which influencer or um, whoever's got something to say about women's bodies, they just sub it in for something else. Yeah, and And they present it to us as the new standard. It's crazy. It's actually crazy. And then I think of, as you were saying, the ladies that did go and get a BBL, only to now be, folks will now come and tell them, um, your time is up. It's (laughs) expired. Your time is up. And how much money, effort, and also what you put on the line to get that, for somebody to then tell you it's out. Baby, if I got a BBL, y'all gonna see that BBL till the end of time. I'll be a grandma with that BBL. A hundred percent. And you know what? I'm actually scared to see how it ages. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. And it's... Yeah. And it... But I think what's even worse is knowing that access to healthcare is not equal globally. Rare. So not only is the BBL one of the most dangerous surgeries ever. Yeah. The... Con- the like the aftermath and the things that can... The complications that can come afterwards, right? The health risks that it can propose you to... Mm are endless boy 
you've gone and risked your whole life for this. And this isn't to judge anyone, but we, I, I wouldn't even put the blame on the person. Society has forced a whole bunch of women to go and force themselves into this bodily aesthetic without thinking about the consequences it could actually have on their health. And even worse, like I said, not everyone has equal access to healthcare to help them take care of mm. those, those health complications. So then to say on an objective levels, well, the BBL is out. I just put my life on the line. Absolutely. And I just lost a whole bunch of money as well. Think about the amount of people who go get um, BBLs who are from communities that don't have that much disposable income and wealth, right? And yet you go and invest in like, they have to invest in these crazy, crazy procedures at crazy, crazy prices in Mm. hopes that it will actually improve their social capital. Mm. And I think one thing that people do in their like criticism of the BBL brigade is like, oh, it's such a foolish decision. You've put your life on the line, da, 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 da. But you have to realize that like for South South American women, for example, or Southern American, South American women, yeah, South American women, um, African-American women, wherever this kind of aesthetic is more prevalent, this actually impacts their life chances. Mm. This isn't just about... I want a fat ass so that people can jiggle, jiggle, like it can jiggle, jiggle mm-hmm. and walk. That's not what it is. It's more so, uh, and it's not about Jennifer Lopez. It's not even about Kim Kardashian. It's about the way people treat me, the way people respect for, me, the job for, opportunities for real, for that real. I get. Even in the digital world, as society is becoming more digitalized, we gravitate more towards people who look a particular way. And that's why people are investing in certain surgeries and beauty treatments because they know that, right? If right. I improve the way that I look, if I get slimmer, if I get bigger, if I increase my, you know, hip to waist proportions, people are going to respond to me differently. That's going to increase my bank account. And it's going to mean that I can actually help my family or take care of my responsibilities or open my life up to a wealth of possibilities and freedom. As much as we can disapprove of it and think they're stupid for doing it because you wouldn't do it, you probably have access to the things that they're trying to gain access mm. to. And so it's easy to judge these people, but we have to look at it from from the various angles of pressure that people receive in order to actually make a living and to improve their life chances, including getting a partner, but also maintaining their safety as they navigate the real world, Mm. which focuses so much on the way you present yourself and the way you look externally. So yeah, sorry, that just popped up in my head. No, that's so, so true. It really is a game of capital. Yeah. as much as folks will look at a lot of these women and say they want attention, it's not necessarily just attention, it's capital. Yeah. It's actually a form of currency. Yeah. Women's bodies have been objectified to the point where our bodies are now capital. Yeah. And can we really simply blame women for wanting more attention? Or can we ask ourselves why they feel the need to actually seriously modify their body in order to obtain capital that they yeah. should have? Yeah. Because a lot of women just don't have resources. They don't have money. There's a lot of like folks that are poor that need bank and they invest in a BBL and And, they blow up. And that's the perfect word, right? It's an investment for a lot of people. (laughs) Tragic. It's crazy. And then it's funny because I think it leads quite nicely into the next conversational point around the rise of the clean girl Mm. aesthetic and the Lori Harveys of the Mm. world or the slim thick or Mm. slimmer type babes. And this whole idea of wanting the unattainable or wanting the attainable with resources that are unattainable okay so when i think of like glory harvey she disclosed like her routine for her oh uh, yes upkeep. yeah 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 the 1200 calorie 1200 diet. calorie diet she's working out two times a day yeah. um lots of pilates lots of pilates which is all well and good yeah for you yeah for the average woman 
who <laughs> or the average wo- working woman yeah. where her line of work is not her aesthetics. Yes. Because I think that there needs to be a real disclaimer or an acknowledgement that a lot of your favorite influencers, this is their line, of, their upkeep is their line of work. I don't think enough of us are conscious We don't that. get it. Yes, they're We're selling us this. Yes, they've got amazing bodies. That is their line of work. When I think of celebrity transformations for mm. movies, for example, they're getting paid to do that. Yeah. That's why they're eating the broccoli and chicken exactly. twice a day. That's why they're working out seven days a week. Yeah. It's their line of work. Yeah. We need to be very careful about our promotion of certain body types or certain routines yeah. when they are divorced from the reality that they're getting paid to do this. Thank you. But I wanted to hear more about your thoughts on the rise of the clean girl mm. aesthetic and this whole idea of like the swap and change. So mm. we've swapped from, you know, BBLs to mm. the slim, thick, slim. Yeah. And also the implications of calling this aesthetic the clean girl aesthetic mm-hmm. as well. So talk to me a little okay. bit. This is such a good question because it's so painful and it's it can just be, it can creep in to our psyches so quietly and we internalize the idea that we must look a certain way and we we get so much fear surrounding if we don't end up looking like that mm. now okay let's talk about the rise of like the Lori harvey aesthetic i feel like Lori harvey has come up too many times in this podcast Bruh. but unfortunately in the conversation surrounding femininity she is their number one go-to archetype. honestly she is um and so it's nothing against Lori harvey She's it's gorgeous, just the fact the that she Absolutely is so not. beautiful so stunning oh my days fashionista but like can people just leave her alone yeah and i don't even think she asked for this she, right i mean it she don't even her. talk that much she, i mean she ain't said like three words 100 percent. apart from sharing that um diet yeah. thing and the routine so i think one thing is this i think the reason why laurie harvey is people's go-to archetype is because she seems to have so many men at her fingertips mm. and that's what mm. a lot of people desire to mm. have right Secondly, people think she's just genuinely stunning. And so when she revealed that like whole 1200 calorie thing and, you know, working out two times a day, predominantly doing Pilates, I think it's important for us to remember that 1200 calories in a day is the intake of a small child. It is dangerous to consume such a low amount of calories. I did a video on my channel talking about how like I was in a, def- a cal- caloric deficit, my, but my weight had hit a plateau and I had eat- I was eating around 2000 calories at my lowest, right? And somebody commented, of course you weren't losing weight. You were eating 2000 calories a day. Do you know how much that is? Ba- in the UK, that's the recommended daily average of an adult, right? And I thought to myself, I, Courtney Daniela Boating, <laughs> am six foot tall. First of her name six foot tall grown grown with with a reproductive system i don't understand why in your right mind and i work out four times a week right like weightlifting i don't understand why in your right mind you would think two thousand calories would be enough for me right (laughs) and i think this is the the main (laughs) issue this is you think i'm a small girl b i'm not a small girl i think the camera they look at us they think we're petite i'm not a small girl please i'm not small Uh uh-uh two thousand calories don't kill me today Ah. bro you guys already know how we feel about this ridiculous (laughs) 
ridiculous, right? However, a lot of us want those results, but we have to remember we're not her. Yeah. And the reason why we're not her is not because, oh, we haven't done the thing she's done, so we don't look like her yet. You will actually never be able to look like her. And the reason why is because Lori Harvey is the sum of her parents' genetics. Mm-hmm. You don't have her parents. Mm-hmm. Even if you had her parents, you might not even look like her and have your your genetic makeup mean that you ha- you look the way that she looks, right? right, right. I think doing certain it's like for example pilates is just a new wave of the same wave that weight training had mm. if you want to get thick without having a bbl just go to the gym bang out some weights actually some of you are going to look lift weights and your bum is not going to grow the right. way you think it's going to tone it's going to look muscular but it's not going to give you the bbl body because your genetics won't work that way no matter how much pilates you do you may never get a six-pack a visible six-pack you may always have a fupa right. you may never get the tight waist that Lori harvey has why because a lot of people talk about what works for them mm-hmm. and what works for you is dependent on your genetics so for example you may see a lot of people say this is the solution to looking like this if you want to get rid of your love handles if you want to get rid of you know your hip dips if you want to get rid of your fupa this is what you need to do Mm. the reason why that worked for them is because it works for their genetics they found the perfect thing that works for them their routine their lifestyle um like you said Lori Lori harvey's lifestyle probably allows for her to do those exactly with ease right however you doing two workouts a day may lead to you having sleepless nights. Depression. Do you know what I mean? That's going to lead to weight gain. So you're not going to have the same results, babe. So most people talk about the things that have worked for them because they have found the things that have worked for them. Mm. If you then go and implement that in your lifestyle, it may not manifest the same and it may be very hard to keep up. So people may, you know, prescribe these one-step solutions to looking a particular way, right. but it might not actually bear, bear the same results for you because your genetics aren't made up that way your timetable isn't made up that way either and the ease of these exercises may not work on your body right that's one thing so just be careful it's not to say you know don't explore it but 12,000 cal- 1200 calories is very low like it's dangerously low please consult your doctor before you do things like this and it's usually a disclaimer you hear before people talk about diets and stuff but i'm starting to realize the gravity oh, of this. why it's important do you get why and like why it's actually necessary to tell people consult your physician consult your doctor before you embark on these crazy diets and it is a crazy diet just because it's worked for Lori harvey doesn't mean it's going to work for you mm. and it may lead you down a darker path than you are on right now okay um but i think the rise of this clean girl aesthetic is because a lot of people hate women and the reason why i say that is that look of like the bbl is associating with a certain group of right, women who exactly. people who make that femininity content often pose as the antithesis to femininity right the girl who has Take long nails the girl who has and and it's very it's a particular kind of girl and it usually revolves around black women or women who are of a certain class and i think the class element is what's more dangerous than mm-hmm. even the race element Let's however go. race and class intersect a lot in many of our societies right the despise people have of first of all let me just put this out the clean girl aesthetic is not a thing clean girl is not a style like if you ask a fashionista clean is not what does clean Please mean the clean doesn't actually mean anything right the <sighs> clean girl aesthetic is more like the rich girl aesthetic and mm-hmm. the rich girl aesthetic is i'm poised i'm put together understated i'm understated i wear neutrals classics it's classics it's the black the white the all the shades of brown maybe a gray that's my pop of color right 
because everything else is seen as quote unquote ghetto. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. We wear these, mm-hmm. we don't want to be gaudy. We don't want to, and I'm not going to come in against people who love that aesthetic because to a degree, I like that aesthetic right, as well. Right. However, it's when you think that other women who do not uphold that aesthetic because it means absolutely nothing to them and they actually don't like it are the antithesis of femininity. Why right. would you etch people out of your the definition of womanhood and femininity and no, why would you not include certain women in your definition of femininity because they do not uphold a certain aesthetic that actually a certain group of women started? And the certain group of women that started the clean girl aesthetic are French. Most women cannot flow <laughs> into the... It's a, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? <laughs> why are you doing that? Take us there. That French modern clean look. Francais, Francais. Do you get what I mean? That is very much... A, a culture it's a culture look you know but we take these things and we make it the overall aesthetic and we make it mean to more than it should right you dressing like this you looking like this your wardrobe being like this you conducting yourself like this gives you value since when did our start our clothes start giving us value it's stupid like stop it the colors i wear in my wardrobe that's what's going to open up the world to me do you see how like backwards it is this thought process that the way you look and the way you present yourself should determine the way that you are treated and the way that you are viewed not just by other people but by yourself Mm. because a lot of what um people who i guess you know advocate for this rhetoric say is no it's not about how other people see me it's about the way i you know feel confident in myself so it shapes the way you view yourself is it that you believe to act a certain way to be a certain way would actually take away and detract from your value yeah because if you do you're definitely going to project that into the way you view the world right the way you view yourself really does determine the way that you view the world right Right. and so i think it's important for us to take a step back to realize this whole clean girl aesthetic is nothing more than just trying to tell women what it is that they should be in order to be respected Mm. it really is about respectability at the at the core of it right and the reason why i say this is if you consider yourself you know a fashionista you know i like my clean girl aesthetic you should also be able to have a respect for and to a degree an appreciation for other people who like an other kind of aesthetic right and look so the fact that you kind of criticize because the things i've seen in like the youtube videos is this critique of the girls with the long colorful nails and the acrylics and the long colorful we're coming for you today all of that it's like but that's their aesthetic. As much as you have the same right to uphold your clean girl aesthetic and love it, they have the right to uphold that aesthetic. Mm-hmm. To some people, that's a part of their culture. That's a right. part of their expression, right? right? To some people, that whole French mod look doesn't doesn't mean it, you look poor. <laughs> to some people, it actually looks, why do you dress so basic? You know, we all uphold different things. Um, we all uphold different things to a certain level, right? Just because you dress a certain way doesn't mean you are valuable, right? Number two, you don't have to dress away just because it's now the current trend. And I think we also need to take a step back because the clean girl aesthetic is really just an online thing. Mm. Most people in real life don't have that, you know? Most people don't label every seasoning in their cupboard, you know? And I get it and I think it's nice and I think it's aesthetic and I love seeing stuff like that in the content that I watch. However, in my practical real life, I'm not taking all of the spices Baby. out of the original containers. Baby. I'm not doing that. The what? Maggie is staying in the it's, cubes. In fact, it's, in the wrapper. You know the packet it came in. It's, it's staying, staying in, in that till it's finished. 
I'm not taking my jumbo seasoning out of not, the plastic container. You're not container. cooking anything of substance if you're putting it in there. But also, not all not. of us have this much time. And that's why I love the fact that you brought up the majority of people who can pursue this have a lot of time and that they're, they're doing this. No, no, no. And it's not in a bad way. No, it's not in a bad way. Like, they just this is their line of work no i really want you to understand that this is not a bad thing this is their line of work as somebody who is a content creator the ability to like travel once a month or go to the gym four times a week and do it at any time of the day like all of that is because my line of work affords it to me do you Mm -hmm. get what i mean and yes you can curate your life to work around that if that is your ideal that's fine but to create this idea that the average woman with the cost of living and do you know how Uh, expensive um, pilates is um, do you know the price of pilates classes that's we're not going to go there today but to tell people to make a financial commitment to have to live this lifestyle and i think not everyone tells people this right some people are just living their life Mm. and we can take inspiration from it and i love influencers like that who are just like you don't have to live your life this way but i choose to live my life this way do you know i mean i love that however i think the people who are trying to enforce the idea that this is how you should be and this is how you should live that's really problematic because most people their life won't afford them that I wouldn't even say luxury. It just wouldn't afford them that, right? Mm. It wouldn't give them the chance to live like that. And Mm. we have to have a respect for the fact that we all have different lived experiences. And we are all living in present circumstances, which are very different. Just because you can't live the clean girl aesthetic doesn't make you less valuable. It doesn't make you less important. It doesn't make you less of an it girl, right? You're not trying to be like Lori Harvey. You're not trying to be like these girls you see on the internet. That's why this glowing and growing journey is so individual, right? You can't just pick up somebody else's diet, pick up somebody's workout plan and think you will become them. Go on a journey of becoming you and figure out what actually works for you. What clothes do you like? Experiment with your wardrobe. Stop the rubbish. Stop. Put your phone Pack down. It Pack it in. Oh, sorry, but I've really rambled because it's it's really been frustrating me. But mm-hmm. yeah, you could talk about it. No, I'm happy. I it's was, like, are the rest of us dirty? And are we not clean? I was even that was even the point that I was gonna make. It seems that the clean girl is the implications of the word clean girl. People don't realize this whole assumption that people that are not clean girls, they're what ghetto. They're dirty. You think just because your blazers in the neutrals that you're clean? What? Mm. And this whole idea of like femininity and being pristine mm. and prepped and primed and stuff and man- well manicured and elegant. And are you guys not tired? It's giving 1940s. Oh. It's really giving 1940s oh. and the 1850s. There's always mm-hmm. every century there's a return of the clean girl aesthetic Thank in you. some way. Thank if it's you. not the perfectly rolled up hair, it's yeah. the manicured nails yeah. or it's the blazer that's rolled up. Yeah. We are tired. <laughs> no, 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 no. We are actually tired. But coming to touch on, I love everything that you've said about mm. <laughs> Pilates. Oh. Have you even thought if you like Pilates? Pilates is hard. Have you even thought if you like it? Because some of us, we're punishing ourselves to look away that we're never going to actually achieve. But on the way, we're actually hating ourselves whilst we do it. It's like, it actually beggars belief what we're willing to do to look like somebody that we will never look like, ever. 
It is a genetic predisposition to look like that. In fact, some of you might even look wonderful doing something mm. you enjoy, but you're here killing yourself to look like this person because yeah. you think that, and this is also a problem with um, unregulated internet content. Mm. Some of y'all just be consuming anything and thinking yeah. that because they got the specific re results, you can replicate it exactly. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. It doesn't. In the same way that you would, you know, go and buy a flipping, I don't know, Subway sandwich one day, the subway sandwich that you received that day will not be the same as the one you're going to receive tomorrow. The yeah. server might not like you. Yeah. They you might get might a different bad. cheese. You might get a different sauce. It's yeah. the same thing. You can't... The, the greatest faux part of the internet mm. is making people believe that they can replicate results that are not real in the first yeah. place. The thing that you're looking yeah. at is an image. It's literally like... Sometimes the people that you're trying to look like don't even look like that. Mm. Like even this whole all the time. I, precisely this whole idea having visible abs. It's not possible to have visible abs all the time without being a under a very strict caloric yeah. deficit, or you're actually um Empty. under precisely in the morning. Yeah, you think you're gonna have abs after you've eaten, baby? Genetics, baby. Even the yeah. most healthy people who exercise x amount of times per day don't look like that and i think for women it's even more important that we get this message across exactly. because there's so many physical emotional and mental ramifications when it comes to our bodies our yeah. reproductive systems we have demonized the fupa do you know that you have a fupa to protect your womb mm. do you know that fat is actually a necessity women are genetically predisposed to have more body fat on their bodies to protect their re reproductive systems it's actually a protective function we have demonized being fat for so long and it's like guys mm -hmm. we're women like mm -hmm. this is actually a biological reality mm -hmm. for us so even in chasing this bodily idea of really crazy low body fat percentages mm -hmm. i need you guys to do your research mm -hmm. on the effects of that there's babes out here that be dealing with um something called am amenorrhea mm -hmm. where when you get under a very specific body fat percentage mm -hmm. for women it's usually around the 14 percent mark mm -hmm. when you get below that your reproductive system says, well, it is not hospitable <laughs> to have Since you've decided child. to kill us, we will die. We are packing it in. We are yeah. packing it in. And there's a wonderful YouTuber that I used to watch all the time during her journey of All In um, mm. called Stephanie Buttermore. Stephanie Buttermore. She's really great. Hey, girl, if you listen to that, I love you. Um, <laughs> but she's really, really great. And she talks about her experience or and the pressures, the social pressures of wanting to be lean all the time and what that did on her appetite and the way that she viewed her body. If you're not careful, these kind of pick-me-up workout routines and pick-me-up caloric deficits will land you in an eating disorder mm -hmm. and land you in hot mm -hmm. water when it comes to not just the way your body feels and looks, yeah. but your relationship with your yeah. body. You are detrimentally affecting your relationship with your body. And that like just underpins this entire episode. What is your relationship with your body like? Mm. And to what extent will you allow external opinions, but also internet content to dictate your relationship with your body? Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. And then come into clean girl aesthetic because I got smoke for you guys too. I am so, so, so tired mm -hmm. of your beige neutrals coming I'm on my screen talking about clean girl aesthetic. Unless I see Dettol in the background of this content. Don't be out here talking about clean girl aesthetic because mm. you ain't clean nothing. <laughs> so the rest of us, because I, I wear green or pink, I'm no mm -hmm. longer clean mm -hmm. because I choose to do different things. And I love the fact that you talked about 
this de- this demonization of other women that choose not to be part of this clean girl mm-hmm. aesthetic. Why have we lost the art of being able to be something without critiquing somebody just or something else? Just be. Y'all ain't got to say nothing else. And this whole like to be more feminine. And I understand that if you want to get certain results, you must do certain things. Yeah. There are particular men, because mm-hmm. let's be real, sometimes like with the feminine content and mm-hmm. dressing a certain way, mm-hmm. I ain't going to clown the sisters that are trying to do that mm-hmm. because I have understood mm-hmm. to get certain men, mm-hmm. you will have to things. do certain things. 100%. That's just the game. The 100%. game is the game. However, in giving the game plays, must you speak on other people's games? When you're talking about football, must you disparage basketball? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Basketball yeah. had nothing to do with this. Yeah. And I think that's also a wider like social critique around some of the men that we are trying to be more desirable to. Yeah. We need to hold them to account too, because in their expression of what they desire, mm-hmm. they're also disparaging other women mm-hmm. and disparaging other styles. Mm-hmm. And that's leaking into the way that we now embody that. Yeah. Right. I love that you touched on the videos talking about you know, long nails, they're not so classy. To whom's? To whom's, baby? Be specific. Y'all gotta come with the receipts. Because back in the day, and it's funny because these things that you say are not classy, 10 years down the line, you'll see them on London Fashion Week. If not yesterday. They're already there. Yesterday. The baby hairs, the hoops, and the, the acrylics. They're already there. And it's like, it beggars the question of, okay, cool, clean girl aesthetic, but for who? Yeah. And which subcultures, again, are being impacted. Yeah. Because it's always the women, again, race, class, all of these different intersections. It's always the women that have been at the forefront of these subcultures that are left behind mm-hmm. when these subcultures come to the forefront. Yeah. And I'm tired. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. And it's just trend after trend after trend. Like, I, I, no one hates your clean girl aesthetic. It's cute, whatever. Live your best life. The issue with it is when you associate it with femininity. Right. That's when you're trampling on dangerous grounds, and that's when the sisters gotta talk to you. Because <laughs> don't do that. Around the corner, we got a corner. Y'all gotta come around. Yeah, it's the same way. Chat. We love Lori Harvey. I love that her diet works for her. Honestly, if she's healthy, good on her. Good do you get her. what I mean? But as soon as you guys make that the epitome of beauty, we got a problem. Hello, ding, ding, ding. It's okay. Some of us look more like Serena, Lizzo. Everybody else are mamas. Some of us look like our mamas. Exactly. Some of us even look like our pops. There you go. There you go. <laughs> it's true. It's actually so true. I don't know what to tell you. That's my genes. That's my genetic It's who expression. I was created to be. I am not Lori Harvey. My bank account does not say I am Lori Harvey. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't affirm that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> right oh. to be honest that's the first thing people you guys are doing up aesthetic instead of you to be um, claiming the bank account first Sha, so that you could now manifest that mm, ah. if, if it will be profitable to me oh i'm gonna do it too y'all be looking for the flowers plant the seed oh, that's the seed baby oh. you gotta see those sow those seeds yeah, it's dangerous it's so dangerous it's actually dangerous yeah practically speaking yeah. as somebody that consumes content yeah. someone that listens to this podcast yeah. as a woman that's trying to develop her own aesthetic mm. and literally you know go on this glowing and growing journey what do i do to contend with all of these competing narratives and rhetorics and content that tells me that i need to be this to mm. express femininity to be a woman to be in how do i contend with the reality of this might give me more social capital, yeah. but this isn't necessarily who I am. Yeah. First of all, 
unsubscribe. It, not from us, not from, from the, us. the trends. Unsubscribe from the trends, but subscribe to us. So, but subscribe to us. Um, I think it's important to realize that you are an individual. Nothing can dictate to you mm. who you should be, what you should look like. And I think the first thing you need to do right now is drown out the noise. Mm. If you feel as though your timeline is filled with this so much to the point where it's filling you with the feeling that I need to conform to this and you feel pressured, turn off your phone. Don't forget the fact that you are consuming content by choice, right? right? You are in control of this. Turn off your phone, put it away, go on a bit of a break and go and discover what you actually like and what you actually want i think a lot of us have a void that is being filled with all of this content Mm. because we have not filled it with our own desires and our own understanding of who we are if you haven't gone on a journey of self-discovery of really asking yourself but what do i like what do i want out of my Mm. life what do i want for my body right actually outside of aesthetics because goals can be so much about optics Mm. and aesthetics and Mm. the physical materialization of things you need to fall in love with the fact that you're about to go on a process you're about to go on a journey and that journey is going to burst so much joy in you right take off the pressure of reaching a particular aesthetic Mm. and start writing and penning down the processes you want to conquer and the processes you want to go on that would bring you joy and confidence within yourself but you need to discover that for yourself right don't be dictated to don't let the world tell you who you should be the world for so long has told women this is who you should be and this is what you should do unfortunately we have found fortunately we have found freedom in certain areas unfortunately certain dropes still continue to be recycled centuries in and centuries out it's down to you if the society, if the wider society is not going to do it for you, you have to decide on an individual level using your own agency and autonomy to unsubscribe. It's easier said than done because the pressures are everywhere. Mm. It's in adverts, it's in films, it's in most content that we consume. However, you can change your mindset to be able to process the images that are being given to you through the lens of this is a particular image and a particular agenda and a particular trend that is being fed down my throat i'm not just going to passively accept it i am going to be the director of my life and this is what i am deciding to pursue this is who i am deciding that i want to be now universally all of us cannot say that we have been unaffected Mm. by the images that we have seen and your goals may have been influenced by the images that you have consumed but as you go in pursuit of these images pay attention to whether you actually enjoy your journey to them okay you like the Lori Harvey look calm pursue the Lori Harvey look but as you are on that 1200 calorie diet babe are you hungry are you tired is this working for your body does your body feel healthy do you feel sluggish do you feel angry all the time this clearly isn't working for you respect your body enough to respond to it in tenderness and in love and Mm, to embrace the fact that your body is rejecting the things that you are trying to put onto it okay respect yourself I beg you in the name of God respect yourself the world may show you a bunch of disrespect because you look the way you look currently but respect yourself respect your body your body even if you hate it right now is still the vessel that is carrying you through this earth through destiny and to purpose right 
respect and honor that vessel mm. show that vessel love by at least paying attention to whether it's being harmed mm. by your own pursuits and desires mm. right sometimes we focus so much on the vision and what's ahead that we forget to start where we are mm. and i think sometimes you actually need to acknowledge where you're at right now yeah. and be realistic and kind about where you're at right now mm. and i think we've mentioned this in some of our previous episodes around self-love and self-care and in that the recognition of where you're at right now and not withholding your love to yourself yeah and making it contingent on you achieving yeah. results start the process of liking yourself right now mm-hmm. not even loving just liking Liking-y. yourself some of you guys dislike yourselves yeah like yourself yeah enjoy being yourself first before you go on this process of like refinement and change because at your core mm-hmm. you will always be the same mm-hmm. it's just that things will change mm-hmm. different things will change mm-hmm. um i would also encourage you if the majority of your content obviously people like what, what they like yeah if the majority of the content that you consume is around you know body image and yeah. aesthetics and optics my dear it's time that you diversified it's time that you picked up another hobby sometimes we get into these places and these potholes because we it's it's um what's the word the algorithm doesn't necessarily help all the time but we we literally stick our heads in the sand and continue to reaffirm all of these different things that are telling us to like hate ourselves Mm. you need to remove your head from the sand and look around at the Mm. desert there's other things here too you know do something different something that doesn't necessarily concern aesthetics or um body image or anything like that you know go on a knitting class Yes. go baking go see your friends go outside remember the point that we made about we don't really see bbls in real life y'all need to go outside mm-hmm. go outside as much as you know we have not necessarily wrapped up covid but we're outside of that pandemic era y'all need to go outside go outside and even when i think about things like desirability and wanting to be around uh, more men and attracting more Mm. men some of y'all are trying to attract men online when you need to go offline and outside to attract the men that you're (laughs) looking for no 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 because people be doing i met this guy on twitter and he was wild and ah tinder go outside and go on real dates see people in person yeah and if you do meet people online push to see them in person obviously safety first but like getting outside getting in community not just online obviously this is your online community y'all need the offline community too go outside do other things don't allow yourself to be trapped in this vortex of nothingness being told by random people online how you're supposed to look and feel about yourself people who do not know you they know you from adam and they're making money off your insecurities They're making money off your insecurities. And remember that you always have the agency to accept and reject. I love the fact that you were talking about like, you need to decide for yourself what healthy looks like, Mm. what your body look, what you want your body to look like. You decide, nobody else decides. The illusion is that society decides for you. The reality is that you decide whether you accept or reject. And I need more women to reject. Thank you. Hard no. It's a no from me. There you go. You guys didn't watch X Factor in the heyday. (laughs) You need to be like Simon Cow. It's a no from me. I'm so. I'm sorry. I'm not interested. I'm not subscribing. I unsubscribe. Look in YouTube when you don't like something, unsubscribe. Yeah, baby, unsubscribe from this. I think yeah, it can be hard because it's like, but it comes with so many social ramifications. Like people may think I'm X Y Z. Don't care what people think. Get you people in your life. You think you're lit. It's linked to the going outside. You can find those new people outside. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Some of the people that you don't, that are doing this, they're all online. Yeah. Just internet. Yeah. Go outside, yeah, baby. Because most people don't care. They don't. They actually don't. They don't spend more than 10 seconds thinking about you and liking your photo online. Yeah. Remember that, like, that's literally it. 
alongside obviously social capital and ramifications, don't be out here straining your neck, posing your body, doing mm. all of this stuff to your body for like 10 seconds of instant gratification mm-hmm. from somebody that doesn't know you or mm-hmm. care about you. Or probably the only thing they do is like your Instagram story or photo. Facts. Keep it pushing. Baby, Facts. there's things to do. Go outside. There are things to do. Go outside. <sighs> But sisters, we hope you enjoyed that episode. Let us know your thoughts on the feminine beauty epidemic that we are in the midst of. And it seems that we keep on being in this epidemic. There's always somebody trifling about women's bodies. I don't get it. Will we ever be free? You know what? I don't think so. I doubt it. But we could do our bit. We yeah. can make our free quarter. Something. That's it. That's that's, that's, the that's the most that we can hope is. for. That's the most that we can hope for. But in building that corner, we want our corner to actually be more of a room mm. or more of a community hall mm-hmm. and eventually into a building mm-hmm. and eventually into something quite huge. Mm. Help us do that <laughs> <laughs> by supporting the sisterhood. Yes. If you liked this episode, remember you can comment down below in the YouTube comments and you can also let us know your thoughts as well as follow us yes. on our social media accounts. So that is at To My Sisterhood on Twitter, on TikTok. It's getting fun, funky it on really TikTok is. with the with the girls over there yeah. um, and of course on Instagram at to my sisterhood and of course come and say hello to us individually the lovely lady to my left at CD Boateng she's also a YouTuber so if you don't know her already y'all already trifling I don't um, make feminine energy content there we go follow her on YouTube because she makes some amazing lifestyle coming of age content it's Thank really you. giving recently as you can tell I'm, a, I'm the secret fan I'm Hilda <laughs> <laughs> I'm Hilda nah. um, so please do follow her Thank and follow you. me over at yes. Renee Kapuki. Uh, we love to see it make sure that you have signed up to our mailing list you can sign up on our website to mysisters.com for weekly glow and grow tips straight to your inbox to help you through your week make sure that you subscribe to the to my sisters youtube channel okay or follow the podcast on the many streaming platforms that we are on hit follow Absolutely. so that you never miss an episode from us all right Absolutely. and lastly i beg of you two things <coughs> share the podcast with it's somebody up. and lastly Rate the podcast four or five stars. You already know the deal. <laughs> if Miss Les says three stars, oh. I use the name of Jesus to beg you. Send us an email. Date. So hit the button. When they ask you the question, the answer is four or five stars. Even five, Shadow. Don't be giving It's five. Stars. It's five, but four is acceptable. Three is a personal issue. <laughs> And we need to talk about it. All right. We are open to constructive criticism. <laughs> we want to make this a podcast which you enjoy. Mm-hmm, all right. Mm-hmm. So four or five stars, and we'll wait to hear from you if you are dissatisfied. <laughs> yeah. All right. We hope you have an amazing week, sis. We absolutely love ya. All right. And as always, keep glowing and growing. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.